Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Friends and listeners, it's season eight, episode 12, the season finale. What? Yeah, that's right. Eight seasons done. Kind of close to halfway through December, and we're just phoning it in from here on out, baby. Yeah, no, no. That's unfair to say we're phoning it in. <laughs> no, no, no. This, this weekend's the last fight card of the year so this is just the perfect way to end the year and season eight uh, i just meant like phoning it in and like work and our obligations and hanging with our friends and just everything else oh you want to phone life in yeah <laughs> oh, i fucking would love to <laughs> uh, but here we are trying our goddamn best <laughs> here we are trying our goddamn best all right before we kick off this season finale just a reminder, go to holdinghandsandthrowingfist.com to shop our initial drop. Use promo code BOOBOO. Thank you to everybody who bought a uh, shirt over the past week. You guys were awesome, and there's definitely more stuff coming in 2023. Thank you. Woohoo! Um, since this is the last episode of this season and the last episode of this year, I was like, oh, year-end reviews. Yeah, what are we going to do? But that's so much work. And along with being so much work, as we've said in previous seasons, every other podcast does the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I decided that my story this week was going to be a review of the 2022 robbery reviews. Ooh. I was inspired by a few controversial judges' decisions this week. Quite topical. I decided that my year-end review would be only of the fights this year that people thought could have been a robbery, meaning that people thought that the judges scored the fight wrong, therefore making people think the wrong person won. We've certainly mentioned a few throughout the year, but I'd like to point out some of the more egregious decisions and see what we thought. And don't you worry, I'll end with the controversial decisions from this past weekend. Mm -hmm. You ready, babe? Let's go. All right. One notable robbery discussion happened in April when Aljamain Sterling and Piotr Jan had their rematch after Jan's illegal knee ended their first meeting. This fight ended in a split decision that some people were calling a robbery when Aljo won. And we've told you before that there's a group of like MMA media who are asked to input their scores. And for that Aljo Yan fight in April, 10 out of the 17 of them did score the fight for Aljo. Two, only two, scored it for Jan, and five actually scored it as a draw. Yeah. <laughs> so while it was a hot topic, this was def not a robbery. We were happy Aljo won, but you know we're always down with a good draw too, which is the only other way this decision should have gone anyway. Another robbery from May 2022 comes from Bellator 281 that had Michael Venom Page competing against Logan Storley for the welterweight interim belt. So, like the Aljo and Jan fight, the stakes are as high as possible since the belt and Avi more money is on the line. 
This fight was apparently pretty boring. <laughs> um, we didn't watch it. And I remember being so glad we didn't sit through <laughs> five rounds of that fight because the main feedback was not just that it was boring, but that Storley didn't do shit. And Paige was trying his damnedest to make him fight. Like literally Logan Storley was running away from the fight. Ironically, the fight took place in England where Paige is from and he still couldn't get the nod from the judges. Damn, bro. So with that um, robbery review, I would have to say it was a robbery for Michael Venom Page, unfortunately. Um, There are so many other robberies that happened this year, but I feel like I already spent too much time on these two. And you know I don't like to take up too much time. So... Let me just get straight to the most recent robbery review discussion from this weekend. Okay. Patty Pimblett won his fight against our boy from Queens, Jared Gordon. Damn. I think this was the most controversial decision I ever remember. Can you think of one off the top of your head? Not limited just to this year. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of hype on this one. I I'm putting you on the spot. I know it's difficult. You're putting me... Keep, keep, keep at it and I'll think of some other robberies. You will. All right. So we didn't actually watch this fight because we were driving home from a wedding and also didn't have another $80 to spend this weekend. But we did listen to MMA Fighting's watch party. And that watch party is watching Mike Heck and GC from Ariel Helwani's show watch and react to fights. Like genius that George remembered it was going on because it was actually really fun to watch slash listen to them react. I like it when you call me a genius. (laughs) When the decision was read... Mike Heck and GC were appalled that Patty was given the win. Like they didn't even see it coming. They they were so clear that Gordon had won that I I think they were hardly even listening to the decision. Um, and then afterwards, of course, I followed up with a little bit of research for today, and many fighters, known and respected fighters, tweeted right after that decision was read. For example, Nate Diaz tweeted, bruh, you lost that fight. <laughs> uh, that was a good impersonation, too. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's a hard word to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Dom Cruz tweeted, huge L for our judges on that one. That's right. Mm -hmm. Chris Weidman said, quote, anyone else confused right now? I thought Jared 100% won. But more shocking than that decision is Patty's confidence that it wasn't even a close fight. What's happening? You know, I closed my eyes while you said that. and I really thought you were Chris Weidman. (laughs) Thank you. Gilbert Burns tweeted out, why the judges did my guy at J Flash Gordon MMA like that? I love you, Gilbert. And last but not least, Terrence McKinney, who very well might be matched to fight Patty next, wrote, quote, I'm killing this guy next for Gordon. <laughs> That's great. Hashtag robbery. <laughs> like genius tweet also to try to get the fight next because he wants it. If I may interject, Nate Diaz, Dom Cruz, Chris Weidman, Gilbert Burns, and freaking Terrence McKinney. 
I want those dudes to come to gentlemen's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good guys. table. That's that, a good table. That is a really good table. <laughs> um, and then in regard to those media members who are asked to share their scores, 23 out of the 24 members scored the fight. Are you for serious? Gordon. 23 out of 24. Um, what a terrible way to end the year for judges and judging. Let's hope next year they listen to Holding Hands and Throwing Fists, Season 8, Episode 4, and learn from George how fights should be scored. Babe, that was awesome. Um, I think another one that people called was a robbery was Piotr Jan versus uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley from earlier this year. Yes, that was that a controversial was the, one. The last one yeah. was the only other one I was going to try to squeeze in, but, but I, think I, I remember, said no. I think I remember watching it live and being like, okay, I think Jan won that, but like th- these three round fights are tricky because it really could the the math is kind of weird and i don't know i i've heard some people come back a little bit and say that scoring it for patty is not the most egregious thing ever because i think that they each clearly had one round and then one was like most likely jordan's but if you fuck that uh uh jared's sorry not Jordan. you did what i did yeah, yeah, last yeah. <laughs> um but yeah that's it how do you want to end season eight, episode 12, babe? Well, first, I just want to really go to MMADecisions.com. Is that what you went to, to see who won? No. So, MMA... <laughs> Good talk. <laughs> okay, so MMA Decisions is like... Uh, we've talked about it before. It's like where all the people... So, you see like people from that are judges people from severe mma like sean sheehan people from uh mma fighting and sure dog oh great sean sheehan he's like the number one scoring guy so usually it's pretty mixed this one it's either all 30 27 gordon all 29 28 gordon and one guy from couchside judges uh did it for patty hmm so hmm you're right babe you're right i know okay uh, how I want to end the year and the season. Well, most people are looking back at 2022, but we ain't got time for that. We're looking forward to the future, and I'm going to give a little 2023 preview. Yes. <laughs> so I was wondering, and I think we're agreed on this. So what's the weight class we're most interested in watching next year? I think bantamweight. I think so. There's been a lot of buildup. A lot, a lot, a lot of buildup. And I think there's going to be some interesting things happening. We have Aljo. We have Sean O'Malley. We have Peter Yan. We have Marab. We have Cheeto. We have Corey Sanego. We have Dom Cruz. We have Song Yudong. And I like that you just straight up, because you helped me out with this part, these part of the notes, and I appreciate you. You just straight up left Henry Cejudo out of it. Who's fighting for the belt next? I sure did. Oops. Yeah, that's awesome. Because <laughs> yeah. it was all that. And Henry Cejudo. <laughs> and there, there are more. It's, I know. I think bantamweight was also our 2022 weight class. I think you were more uh, okay with it than me. I think I was still a little bit riding the lightweight uh, bandwagon mm-hmm. with Charles and Justin and Charles yeah, you and were. Dustin and okay. Islam. You know. Well, I'm glad you've joined the 135ers with me. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, this isn't on the notes, but I'm going to riff a little bit. I don't know why, but I'm like really interested in what Wiley Zhang does next year. 
Really? I think she's like the best woman's fighter, and I think that she could do some awesome shit. So maybe you want to discuss that later. Oh, I guess I guess I probably do. <laughs> uh, fighters to watch. Bo Nickel. We've spoken about him before. He's a collegiate wrestler who recently signed to the UFC after Dana White's Contender Series. He won his only three MMA matches all in under a minute, or I think at most one minute, two seconds. He was supposed to fight on this last weekend's card, but he pulled out due to an injury, which, by the way, babe, do you know what it is? No, I just do you? I don't know. I, th- I don't think they disclose it. But be on the lookout for his come up next year and when his next fight is scheduled. We'll be giving you more in-depth look at him for sure. And I think he, his, the ceiling's really high on him. Absolutely. And I think it's good that we're getting our people in early. Next year is really about like what what does holding hands and throwing fists have to say? You know, like that's the big question I have. And I think 2023 is going to be our biggest year yet. I really, truly, from the bottom of my heart, believe that. My blue and green heart. (laughs) No pressure. we're still in the MMA media space. Get it? Because we're in MMA media. Yeah. 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 So we have to ask, is Conor McGregor going to fight this year? (laughs) What do you think? I... I truly don't know because I don't follow anything like fighting related or lifestyle related for Connor. Mm-hmm. So I really, really, really don't know. Just to give an answer, I'm going to say no. Wow. I like that. I like that. People have been pretty bullish about him getting back quick. And it, even when he snapped his leg, it's like, bro, he's not coming back anytime soon. I'm going to go ahead and say, if he fights, he only fights at MSG. Because mm. I don't think he's going to be, I think he's going to fuck around and USADA this and not really ready and blah, blah, blah. And I don't think if it happens, it's got to be something big, right? There, People are going to be talking about him go, going back on international fight week. Um, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think. And then after that, what, what is there? You know, special. Maybe Abu Dhabi, but why? All why right. Would he go to Abu Dhabi? Do you want to James Krause this shit and put a bet on it? <laughs> no, if we were really good at James Krause, we we would. <laughs> I would break his his other leg to make sure he can't fight. <laughs> yeah, or we just fly to freaking Dublin and join SBG to find out what the deal is. Oh shoot! Who do we want to defend their belt next year, babe? Well, can I say who I want, and then you can say who you want, even though you've already said who you, you wanted. Yeah. Okay. I want Francis Ngannou to defend his belt. Hey. What do you think about that? I, I, I don't even know. if. Uh, yeah, this is kind of related to the next note in this question. It is. Is, is John Jones going to fight? I want Francis Ngannou to defend his belt by knocking out John Jones, babe. I mean, I love when you put it like that. Yeah, Me yeah. too. Dirty do talk. <laughs> do you think they'll fight? I mean... I, I don't know. I, so I was actually scrolling Twitter a little bit today during my lunch break. De- yeah, lunch de- definitely break, during wink. my wink. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and apparently there, it's possible that Francis Ngannou's contract is already up, but they haven't announced it. Somebody who was like looking at all the uh, contracts from like five years ago said that his contract technically could be over as of today. So, but why wouldn't they announce? So I don't know. So it's maybe possible if Francis Ngannou does a fight. But then the whole thing is that uh, like. Tyson Fury's didn't even he just fought and he didn't even call him out so like that yeah. fight's kind of sales so whatever and I thought so, I had heard that the UFC were in talks to give him 
That's what I thought. I thought it was so good. So it's a roundabout way of saying, I think, because I'm in the predictive mindset right now, <laughs> that John Jones fights someone else first at heavyweight, then fights Francis. I don't think Francis is going to fight before John Jones fights someone else first. Okay. Yeah. And then Francis knocks his ass out. I'm with it. Who else do you want to defend their belt? Wiley Zhang, man. I just, I, I, I'm all about her. So let's go. Let's go. And just because, you know, they're your notes, but I've been interjecting too much, I'm going to continue to do so. I want to see Valentina and Nooney fight. They have three belts between the two of them. I don't care what belt is on the line. Just fight. Yeah. Really, the, the rest of the women in their divisions are like, eh, whatever. I don't really think we saw the first two fights that they had together we live. We didn't. Right? <laughs> so it's new to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about holding hands and throwing fists. Yeah. No one else. No one else. Last question. Babe, what do you think about this? Is James Krause really screwed? <sighs> oh, man. I'm letting the tension build. I know. And I hold, I'm holding my breath for my own answer. (laughs) Um, After my full story last week, I understand it all better. Mm -hmm. And it's strange to me that since then, I have absolutely no new news to report, which means there's a lot that needs to be investigated. Mm. And I think that's worrisome. Cool. Cool. I've been thinking this whole time that I think he's actually going to come out of this fine. Mm. I really have been thinking about that until, did you hear what Dana said over the weekend when some, when Jose Young's asked him about no. it? Or I don't, I'm not sure if it was Jose Young's actually. I may be wrong. He could be dead wrong about that. Um, but someone asked him about it. He goes, are you worried about what this means about sports? He goes, no, it doesn't have anything to do. He goes, these people are going to fucking federal prison. He's like, they're going to federal prison and there's not enough money to be worth it. So when he started saying that stuff and I was like, Oof. but he's, he just, he, those were his words. These people. Yeah. He, he didn't, he didn't imply Kraus at no, all. No, I know he wouldn't, but I feel like, I feel like Kraus is going to be, I feel like as, as things get more serious and as like the UFC and gambling becomes more of like a thing, there has to be a fall guy. Right. And all these other scrubs that were probably the real deal about like really behind the funny betting line and all that stuff, or they'll probably go to jail or whatever, but like the, you need a public figure to pin it on. Yeah. And it's going to be Kraus. No, he's I think fucked. He's, he's, he's yeah, fucked. He's really no fucked. What. And that really sucks, man. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, the only way to turn our spirits around right now are to get to the holding hands. Dude, 2023 is our year. <laughs> what a sick segue. That you interrupted? Yeah. <laughs> holding hands and throwing fist classics run down. MMA Boo Boo. Don't forget to use promo code Boo Boo on all merchandise at HoldingHandsAndDrawingFist.com. Raul Rosas Jr. became the youngest UFC fighter in history this past weekend. He won his debut. Wow. He didn't have a Boo Boo at all, but his face itself is one giant Boo Boo. No, I didn't see it. Have you ever seen his face? I'm going to find out right now. You've never seen his face? Like, you don't know how, what he looks like? No. Oh, my God. He's 17, or I think he actually is 18, and he looks like he's 58. Be- 
after the fight or just no, in general? No, that's his face. That's from starting. I think he was on Ariel today and said he had his first MMA smoker when he was eight years old. Oh, that's a face that's been that's gro- been grown up. Yeah, rubbing against the mat. This guy hasn't graduated high school yet. He doesn't even have his driver's license yeah. yet. He asked for he asked for the fifty thousand dollar bonus so he could buy his mom a minivan so she could drive him to the PI. He doesn't look fifty seven, dude. But his nose is. His nose is broke. His nose has been broke. Yeah. Um. You want to tell them about some MMA fashion? <laughs> MMA fashion, I really think people say in all these freaking self-help books, you need to figure out the intersection of two things that you love that make you special. And I, and if it's not MMA fashion, what is it, man? Freaking mm. mixed martial arts and looking good. That's what. That's how you define us, babe. <laughs> Bruce's blazer looked so cool this weekend. I can't tell if he's worn it before or not. It looked like a magic eye, like black and white print. I could only see it in the corner of like a bad Instagram picture where I like saw his arm, but the print on it was awesome. So I lost it and I can't show it to you. And we didn't pay for the pay-per-view as you mentioned. Uh, And the top five music is playing. We don't do that anymore. So I have to mute that. That's all right. They can't hear, right? No, but I can. So it distracted me. But once it's for free on ESPN Plus, we're going to post it on the IG. I'm going to take a little picture and post it up. Side note, we're trending on IG with uh, my little gambling um, reel, and we have over 2,000 likes on it. That's so weird. Double side note, I'm posting all our official reviews of Bruce's Blazers on the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists Instagram from now on, and then reposting it on Buffer's Blazers handle, which is going to be more of an archive go forward, because for some reason I've done it the other way this whole time, and then it's not working. You cool with that, babe? Yeah. Megan O'Leavy looked seasonally appropriate with a beautiful red dress on Saturday. Did you see it? I don't I think you would like it, but, oh. but it, it was something nice. Yeah, and no, it's okay. I, I like she I like holiday spirit. Things. You you like the sometimes, even though I think you don't. But like the where the, you have I don't even know shoulder pads. They're they're not pads. It's like it, it just freaking comes out like a flap. Uh, not not quite sure. Yeah, so it's oh, not I'm working sorry. for you. You're yeah, the, you're in the fashion you. industry. Is that the technical term? I don't do women's. <laughs> try not to. Actually, I'm doing women's bathing suits. So you know, I'm doing my research on that. Hey, <laughs> hit him with the good guy, babe. All right, babe. Good guy alert. It's Jared Cannonier. He may have made our good guy alert like three other times because we've mentioned him before, but he's such a good guy. Um, He's the number three welterweight fighter in the UFC, and he fought for the title in his last fight, but he lost to Izzy in July. This Mm. Saturday, he's fighting Sean Strickland, a not so good guy. Um, And so we want Jared to win. Cool. I'm down. It's middleweight, just in case we get some uh, jerks oh, what over did I here. Say? You said welterweight. Oh, we but, don't, and we, I even wrote middleweight. I know you did, we, but we don't want people tweeting us and, and, and being mean. Oh, man. But no. other than that, babe. Thanks for the correction. Yeah. Got to keep you honest. Yeah, absolutely. What but, do you think? I think that's. I think we wrapped up the season. I think we're in good time, and I think it's... Uh, Time to tell everybody see you next year. We might squeeze in a special episode over the holiday break, but probably not. Mm-mm. What do we think? Uh, actually, oh, before we go, friends and listeners, please, please text us. Go on Instagram. Send us a message. Slide in the DMs. Tweet us. What do you guys want to hear in season nine? 
I'm thinking, and we've been trying to do it for a little while, and season eight was my labor of love, even though you did more of the work <laughs> of being like, hey, <laughs> let's do deep dives instead of just doing all the current events every mm-hmm. week. Season nine, I've been waiting for a long time. I think I want to do no fight talk allowed. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us what you think about it. We can talk about anything else. Current events cryptocurrencies the fuck the <laughs> fact did that you weekend? only bring this up when we're recording is very sneaky my yeah. friend i like keeping you on your toes mama very sneaky this episode was brought to you by another fantastic year and season filled with amazing times with our family and friends see you all next year mm-hmm.